Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fifth episode of the Alley Oop Scoop podcast. I am co-host Caleb Cout, joined, as always, by fellow co-host Michael Ship. Mike, how are we doing today? I'm great, Caleb. How are you today? I'm ready to get after another podcast, man. Uh, fifth episode. Um, got some nice topics to talk about today. You know, not, not a whole lot is going on in the NBA in terms of the on-court stuff, but there's some interesting stuff going on off-court. Um, and as always, let's get let's jump right into it, baby. Let's jump right into it. So, you know, if you've been following the NBA lately, you've been seeing uh, some people, uh, pretty important people, people with power in, in, in the NBA, expressing uh, that they think the NBA logo uh, needs a change. Uh, one player in particular who has expressed this time and time again uh, through interview and through uh, Instagram posts, tweets, whatever, uh, Kyrie Irving uh, has been very vocal and very – i he's just been very vocal and very straightforward in his – how he feels in his opinion about the NBA logo change and wanting to change it to Kobe Bryant. Um, I think the NBA – we've been talking about changing the NBA logo for like a decade now. It's been a while. You know? And obviously Jerry West is – He's like the golden boy when it comes to basketball, you know, Jerry West is. But frankly, I really don't care. You know, it's a conversation that I would probably stay out of. I don't really have much of an opinion. Um, if they wanted to change the logo, I'd be cool with them changing the logo. But if they didn't, it's one thing. What, how do you feel about that? Uh, I'm with you. I I see both sides to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think it's kind of hard to change such an iconic logo because like you think of the NBA you automatically obviously think of that logo and what it is and it's been that forever um but at the same time I see where Kyrie's coming from especially because there's so many iconic players that have the case to be the logo for the NBA such as Kobe even Michael Jordan obviously Hell, even Magic, Kareem, any of those guys, you know they all funny? have the case you know for funny? it. You just named four Lakers. I did name you four just Lakers. Named four Lakers. I mean, well, no, did you, did you say Michael Jordan? Yeah, I said I'm Michael Jordan. Three Lakers. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's just so many people saying, that it, you could fight, have an argument for. Give it 20 years, and there's going to be people saying LeBron. Yeah, saying LeBron. LeBron. Like, that's going to be a conversation. There's so many. So I see both sides to it. I see where Kyrie's coming from, but at the same time, I don't know if it's that big of a deal. You, Do you know think what I mean? Kyrie. When he wants, when he's talking about the NBA logo being changed, um, do you think he's bringing it up due to and bringing up Kobe as being the alternative to when changing the logo? Do you think that's in part because Kobe Bryant passing away? Uh, yes and no. I like one of the things he said, and I think a lot of people like in our generation feel is like Kobe is our Michael. You know what I mean? Like. Growing up, Kobe, yeah. he was always the guy, you Kobe know what and I mean? LeBron, yeah, it's no Kobe doubt. and LeBron. So, like, for him saying that, I think it's in part because he passed away. But at the same time, he's also saying, like, this is who I idolized growing up. Right. And like I said, Kobe has the case for it any day of the week. Yeah, and I think that's that's the one thing is Kobe Bryant was such a huge – idol to so many kids that just 
picked up a basketball. He was so influential to so many people. He's one of those athletes, what we call the, the, the one-name athletes. You know, he's got the one name Kobe. You know who you're talking about. Like, people knew him around the world. He was global. And um, I think, obviously, what happened uh, over a year ago with Kobe is definitely something that I think if the NBA were to change the logo to Kobe Bryant, it would be kind of as a symbol of um, – or a sentimental symbol – but also, like you said, just purely based off basketball. Because if you're going purely basketball, Kobe's got enough influence and enough um, impact on the game to, like, you can say he could be a logo athlete. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, Kobe <clears throat> Bryant is right there with Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Allen Iverson in terms of guys with impact. Um, but if it wasn't, if they were to change the logo and let's say Kobe Bryant wasn't an option, who would you change the logo to? It'd have to be yeah, Michael. Michael Jordan? It'd have to be Michael. Okay. I mean, if it's not Kobe, it, it'd have to be Michael. Yeah. I don't think you could pick it. I mean, when you think of, when people, a lot of people, they think about NBA, they think of Michael Jordan. Like that dude embodies what basketball was. Um, do you think it ends up getting changed? If you had to take a guess, if I had to guess, if I had to put my money on it, I'd say no. I don't think they'd change it. I would agree. I don't think it gets changed either. I it's think, just one of those things where there's so much more exactly. going on that's bigger than the logo being changed. So I don't see it happening, at least anytime would soon. Would you prefer them to change it? I mean, I'm not going to lie. I think it'd be cool to see yeah. Kobe be the logo, but – Again, I don't really have a firm opinion on it. I'm like I said earlier, I'm cool with it staying and I'm cool with it being changed. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like honestly, if they were to I would probably like if they changed it, it would be cool. But in and I'd probably like it more if they changed it if it was like Kobe or MJ, but if not, I mean it's still the NBA, so we're all good. But what's funny is when you were talking about guys that could be the logo, you named Kobe, you named MJ. You named Magic, and you named Kareem. Three Lakers. Jerry West is local. There's a fourth Laker. Um, how about we talk about the bias towards the, the Los Angeles Lakers in the NBA and in, in, in media? Um, I'm going to let you go first on this. Uh, well, now I'll start off by saying this. So I seen or saw whatever, a tweet. The other day, in, a, in ESPN, I was on SportsCenter, and they were talking about how, you know, obviously AD's out, obviously Dennis Schroeder's out, I guess, and they've lost a couple of games in a row now. And, you know, now granted, this is still the same Lakers team that has the best player of all time, you know, the greatest of all time, who apparently for four games just couldn't carry the squad, I guess. No, you know, whatever. And uh, I guess that since Schroeder and AD are out, it's it, that's the reason why the Lakers are losing all these games, but um, and it's not, and we're not saying their run to the finals last year was a fluke. But guess what? Jimmy Butler misses the first fifteen of the first nineteen games of the season. The Heat are three, three and twelve without him. Goran Dragic misses fourteen games or seven and seven without him. And what do we hear? Oh, it was a fluke run. It was a fluke run. Yeah, they're they were the fourteen seed three weeks ago to the five seed now. And guess all all you hear about is fluke run, fluke run. Enough of this Lakers BS, uh, bias in the media. I hate it. You know what you know, you know what you never hear about? You never hear about the damn Clippers. Never hear about the Clippers anymore. You know why? There's some good men out in L.A. Kawhi and them boys, 
Beverly, PG. How do you feel? I agree. This I Lakers. It's, uh, it's been like that ever since LeBron's been there. Like you see it time and time again. There, There's always an excuse for what's going on with the Lakers. It's like they they never will just be like, hey, they're not playing good. Like, oh, LeBron needs to change this. LeBron needs to do this to get him rolling. It's always it's something. no AD's not playing. Schroeder's been out. It's there's always some sort of excuse. And like you said, it's like that for them, but it's not like that with any other team. That's what I'm saying. Like, I couldn't believe that people really had the audacity to sit there and actually say that the Miami Heat's run was a fluke when, like, the Lakers are – like, if the Heat's run was a fluke, how like how is the Lakers' run not a fluke? Like, everybody had the da- same damn chances in the bubble. I'm telling you right now, I'll bet anybody right now the Heat ended back in the finals, and they'll beat the Lakers. I'm not doubling down on that. I'm not doubling down on that, but that I'm just telling you how I feel. I don't give a damn that Dennis Schroeder and AD aren't playing and the Lakers are losing some basketball games, you know? I didn't hear anybody making excuses when Goran Dragic and Bam were injured in the finals last year. Did you hear anybody making excuses? No. 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 Like I said, there's never – there's only excuses exactly. for teams LeBron's, LeBron is on. Exactly, and it's media-made excuses. And I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't want to disrespect LeBron. You know, LeBron obviously deserves the attention, but, you know, there's 29 other teams in the NBA that play, <laughs> you know, not just one. Yeah. Okay. And they're going with that too. They're always on TV. They do anything remotely cool. It's all over social media. All over social media. Alex Caruso. Oh my gosh, bro. Alex Caruso is Don't worse even get than, me started. Probably worse than like 80% of NBA players. And somebody did a last year I read something. Somebody did like an actual statistical uh, view on how many posts Caruso got compared to other players. Bleacher Report posts on Instagram and Twitter compared to other players in the NBA. He was at like midway point to the season. He was at like, I think it was like a 50 some posts. And guys like, uh, I don't know, like Devin Booker was at like 18. And I think it was like Drew Holiday had like 15 posts about him. So, you know, like stupid, like guys that were actually good, just not getting talked about because they're not playing in LA alongside of LeBron. It, it's ridiculous. The Alex Caruso stuff bothers me so much because yeah, the dude is not good. Like, I'm sorry good. to be blunt about it but the dude cannot play like he's he's not not good good. i agree i agree and you saw in the bubble last year the lakers were struggling when they had to run caruso as a point guard off the bench and then rondo comes back and takes over that spot i'm telling you and look what happened now i will say that's probably where they're missing schroeder a little bit like obviously they're missing schroeder a little bit yeah schroeder's an elite player like i'm not going to deny that and Obviously, guard play is extremely important in the NBA, and every time you're missing 19 points a game, it can be it can be tough to over overcome that and overcompensate for that in different ways. But just make sure if you're making that excuse, make sure you you mention that that Goron hasn't been healthy either. But so we hear about the LA bias, but the LA bias is always towards the Lakers, man. The Clippers are a good basketball team. We don't ever hear about the Clippers. The only what? knock I have against the Clippers is I hate this stupid load management stuff they do. <laughs> I hate it too. It's so ridiculous, it is dude. Like Kawhi and PG are always sitting for no reason. 
I'll say that for some, I, I don't know what it is about the Clippers. I might just be a collection of the, the guys they have on their roster. Um, I don't know if it's unlikable guys. I mean, obviously, I know Pat Bev's not pretty popular in the NBA. Kawhi's just Kawhi. Like, I don't, he really doesn't have a personality. He just doesn't do much. And then PG. He's easy he's to kinda, hate. He's kind of easy to he's guy easy to dislike. To and then Lou Will's like, I don't know how anybody could hate Lou Will, but. You know, it's it's a fun it's a fun roster. I think they just got Serge Ibaka too after they Montrez did. went to the Lakers. They got Ibaka, but um, and they got Nick Batum. They did get Batum. Too. Thank God he's that. off the Hornets. But um, it's crazy because and when it comes to the LA and when we hear about the Clippers and we hear about the Lakers, I feel like I only hear about the Clippers if it's something negative. Like I'm never hearing about the Clippers in a positive sense, and it's been like that ever since the end of the Lob City era. Like it was always something. Like when when we were hearing about the Clippers and it was the Lob City era, we were hearing about oh, Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, they can't get it done. They're they're washed up, they're banged up, you know, they both have bad knees, injured all the time, blah blah blah, you know, just nothing but just bad talk, bad talk. And and now, you know, the, the Clippers just some different guys where they got they got uh Kawhi, PG, Pat Bev, Lou Will now and and I don't even hear about the Clippers. Like, you might, you sometimes you, you might not even think they play in the NBA anymore, you know. And I guess part of that might be because Kawhi is their guy and he's so low key. But I don't know. How you feel? I agree. I was gonna say it's it's one of it goes back into what we were just talking about when you play in the same city, same right. everything as LeBron. It's they're not nobody's gonna pay attention to you which is annoying because the Clippers are pretty damn good at basketball. That's what I was saying. I, honestly, if I was betting money today, I was looking at you and I had to bet a, a, a handsome sum, okay, handsome lump sum of cash, I would look at you and say, Clippers, NBA Finals, let's bet. And I'd put my money on them Clippers, baby. To win or make it out the West? Make it out the West. I agree. I put my money on the Clippers. Even too. though a couple weeks ago I said the Lakers, I'm riding with Kawhi, baby. They just, you can tell they just built that team to beat the Lakers. <laughs> They're literally the perfect team to high. beat the Lakers. It makes me so mad every day they blew a 3 1 lead in the, the nuggets. nuggets. That's the thing. Like they have their roster to beat the Lakers, but they couldn't oh. beat the Nuggets. It, I'm, I agree, though. I'd take the Clippers over the Lakers, too. I, Unless year, LeBron goes God mode, he which could. he can do. Yeah. He can tap into that anytime he wants. But I, I think they can. Like, first off, the Clippers were a game away from making the Western Conference Finals last year. And Paul George was playing like he. He gotten his talents taken, you know, like Space Jam. I don't understand that dude, man. He just gets in the playoffs and forgets just how to play basketball. And it's like we've now got like four or five years, maybe even more. Like we've got years now where it's like a of thing. Evidence. It's a thing. Yeah, he, he was getting bodied by angles when he was with the Thunder. <laughs> After he called himself Playoff P. They lost the to a game. rookie, Donovan Mitchell. And PG was getting bodied by Joe Ingles on national TV every night. Like, there's evidence. That I remember uh, they were played again when they were playing the Blazers, when uh, when Dame kind of bodied Russ that entire series. PG was nowhere to be found. No. And then last year, PG is nowhere to be found at all. 
You know, and that's probably the most frustrating thing when I said it makes me mad that they couldn't get past the Nuggets was like Kawhi and PG both were awful game four or game five, six, and seven. They were terrible. Like it's all on them. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know, let's stick let's stick out west for a minute. Let's stick out west for a minute. Uh, let's talk about the Golden State Warriors. You know, it's a team that nobody – I wouldn't say nobody. People are talking about the Warriors this year because this year of Curry and, and and then the rookie James Wiseman. Um, Kelly Oubre. Kelly Oubre. He finally started hooping. Um, it's different in Golden State now. There's not nearly the amount of attention on them that was there, the, obviously, like last six, seven years. Yeah. But for obvious reasons. But, you know, they're still a really good team. Uh, you said on the podcast last week that somebody's going to have to play them in the first round. It's, it's probably going to be like a one, two, or three seed, and which good is luck. dangerous. Good luck. And I was just thinking, like, seriously, if the Warriors had – if they had a healthy Clay Thompson right now, I would have no problem with somebody telling me they're going to make the NBA Finals. What do you think? Like, I agree. Dude, they're so good. They're good. so fun to watch, too. They play such a beautiful brand it's of basketball. Ridiculous. And that's the thing, like I said on the last one, like good luck to whoever has to meet Steph first round because Steph low-key's best player on the floor yeah. any any night. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, good luck whoever gets the Warriors. And it's just like – it's nice. It's fun to see like how Wiseman keeps getting better too with that team. Like, you know, obviously he was picked. Let me see. He was second, second, and um, behind uh, I don't even know, Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards in front of Lamelo. But Wiseman, he just went to a perfect situation. Like that situation, he's because he's so talented on offense that like he every every time he gets the ball, it's always in a good position. Because, I mean, when you got Steph Curry running laps like this, all like, dude, Steph is literally passing and literally going. Just like running this. around. <laughs> and then Draymond is <laughs> an insane playmaker. He's literally playing with Draymond's – playing with Draymond's got to just be like playing with just some – like Draymond's the one guy that doesn't care about dude, stats. Dude, he, he doesn't. He knows he, – you can just tell he knows the game better than like – I bet you right now the two dudes with the highest IQs in the, in the NBA – Three dudes: LeBron, Draymond, and Chris Paul. Yeah, Those absolutely. are your three guys right there. You, it's a, it's obvious when he plays too, because like he, because he's not. Like, I mean, let's be honest, he's not the most talented guy. No, he's not. He puts up the weirdest numbers I think I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Dude, if the dude could score, he would have so many more triple doubles. But he just can't score. He's the only person I've ever seen that can get a double-double with ease with not scoring yeah. the ball. I remember a couple years ago he had he had a triple-double and was a point away from having a, uh, a quadruple-double. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> he was a point away. He had the rebounds, assists, steals, and, or yeah, rebounds, assists, and steals, or rebounds, assists, and blocks. He couldn't get the points. Yeah, it, he's – the most Draymond thing ever. He's ridiculous. It makes no, no sense. Another thing about Draymond, he's also the only player – I've ever seen outplay LeBron James in a game seven. He did outplay LeBron in did, game seven. He did outplay him in game seven. Best number 23 on the floor on uh, June 2016, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> game seven. It was Draymond Green. It was Draymond Green, not LeBron. Yes. So, you know, we'll just move on to the uh, the next next subject here after we touched on the Warriors. Um. 
With the All-Star break um, coming up, obviously we've seen guys get injured and get replaced. Uh, We've seen guys get snubbed. It happens every year. People talk about, oh, he's snubbed. And people, you know, they they tweet and whatever. They get their emotions and their opinions out about who was snubbed, who wasn't snubbed, and who deserved it, who didn't deserve it. And then there's guys that are injured and they get replaced. And so we've seen DeMontis Sabonis is going to replace Durant. And we're going to see, I think it's Devin Booker's replacing. um, Who's Devin Booker replacing? Oh, crap. Who is it? How do I not know this? (laughs) Hold up. He's replacing some guard. We're going to feel stupid once we see who it is. Hold up. Anyways, did you guys hear about this story, though? Kevin Durant got injured. And before they wanted uh, to put Sabonis into the All-Star game for KD. Wait, let me interrupt you real quick. He's replacing AD. How do we forget yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how we forgot that. But Probably because AD's just been out for so yeah, long. But continue with your story because yeah. it's a good story. So before the uh, Sabonis was announced the reserve for the replacement for Kevin Durant, the NBA asked Jimmy Butler to be the replacement for Kevin Durant. And Jimmy Butler told them, he told him this. He said, no, I don't want to be the replacement because that's disrespectful to Bam Adebayo. That's my franchise player right there, baby. How do you not want that team? How do you not want that guy in your locker room? The Minnesota Timberwolves, man. What the hell did you guys do? Carl, D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell wasn't on that team. Who else was on that? Wiggins. What the heck did you guys do? How did you let that man leave? How did you let that man leave? I'm not gonna lie. I saw that and it, it got me going. That that's. That's a team. That's a that's real team. That's something you right don't there. see. Oh, you never see that because that's it. Like you said, that's a fat check. You know. Uh, yeah, that respect to Jimmy for that man. That that's crazy. Yeah, I was like I was saying, I've been telling people all year. I think Jimmy Butler's a top five player in the NBA in terms of value. Like in terms of value to his team, like he should finish top five at MVP voting. Because if he's not on that team, dude, they're bad. The Heat are bad. Because he does everything dude, for he'll, him. He'll finish a game. He'll have like 32, 8 and 8, three steals, two blocks, and like and he six, puts it all six loose balls. All out there. Like so you fun saw in the finals, bro. He Remember he got fouled and he had to lean over on the, on the yeah. stand right dude, there? That was he couldn't kinda, breathe. That was some of the most entertaining basketball we'd ever watch. Jimmy and LeBron just going at it. I don't know how you can't like a guy like Jimmy Butler. I've been a Jimmy Butler fan. He's just got that dog in him that not a lot of guys have, you know. He's just got that dog in him. Speaking of another guy that has that dog in him that doesn't get talked, that hasn't been talked about a lot this year, and that's going to move us into our little sophomore showcase, John Moran. John Moran of the Grizzlies. We haven't heard about the Grizzlies this year. Been struggling a little bit. John Morant, kind of, I don't want to say sophomore slump. I don't want to be rude, but probably a little sophomore slump. Like, you're not the rookie anymore. It's your second year in the league. I don't think we've seen the improvement that we were probably expecting him to make. But, I mean. He's still solid. Yeah. I mean, he's at the end of the day, he's still averaging 19 and 8. I mean, yeah, we can't 
be blind to the fact that he's shooting 21.9% from three. <laughs> that's that's pretty awful. Yeah, that's but, bad. I mean, he, he still saw it. And give him time, second year in the league. I like it hasn't even – technically hasn't even played a full – full year in terms of like start to finish in the NBA. So it just one of those things. Give the man time. Not a huge Jaw fan, but he is really good. Yeah, Jaw for me, I think Jaw's gonna be solid. I think he'll be like a four or five time all-star. Um but again, like we haven't heard about the Grizzlies or Jaw Morant this year. But that's gonna be a fun team for like the next decade really. They got John Morant, um, Justin Jackson. They got oh, what's the one dude's name from Gonzaga? Brandon Clark, Dylan um, Brooks. What's his name? Just got healthy. He's actually I watched him the other day. He's playing well. Justice Winslow was playing. He looked pretty good the other day. You said Dylan Brooks. So they're gonna be. They got a good young team. They're gonna be pretty good. Um, and then the other sophomore. It's crazy how he was the most talked about thing in basketball. This next player we're about to mention. For like 24 months, and now like they're on TV. The Pelicans are on TV, but I don't ever hear anything about Zion Williamson. Anymore. And it's crazy because like when he was talked about, he didn't deserve it, no. and now the dude the deserves yeah. everything, and he doesn't get it. Like dude is averaging 25 and seven on 61 percent from the field. And he's six six. Dude, he doesn't miss. Like, I don't understand it. I watch the Pelicans play, and he's just so dominant. Like, he just bangs on everybody, and he, he just does not miss. And I remember when, like, when he was getting drafted and was a uh, freshman in college, and people were, like, you couldn't deny the athletic ability. And people's only concern was, like, was he going to get too big and lose athleticism? And it's like, oh, wait, he could be that big because he's strong. Like, he is, he's 20 years old. He's stronger than all those grown he's men. He's two eighty four. He's stronger than every single one of them. Like he's pushing twenty eight year old prime men out there around that have been playing NBA basketball for ten years, just throwing his body at I mean, dude is six seven two eighty four. Like that, that is a mountain right there. Yeah, I think I think it's it's gonna be fun because I think he's even gonna maybe live past. Um, expectations or certainly live up to expectations. Um, knock on wood regarding hopefully he can keep his knees healthy. Um, and then we'll, we're going to also go into one other player here, sophomore highlight. No, we're not going to get into him. Who? him. I was going to mention Tyler Hero, but that's Tyler Hero. Yeah, Tyler Even Hero. though he is the third most marketable sophomore like that. He, he hasn't done enough for I don't me. know. I still don't know how I feel about him. To be honest, he's just—I yeah, I don't—I don't really have an opinion on him, honestly. I think he is—he's just going to be what he is, what he is. Yeah, like an undersized guard who can score. Yeah, like that's going to be his he's, career. I don't think he's ever going to be able to impact the game uh-huh. enough to be considered what we're talking about right now. And uh, which always disappoints me that they didn't ship him and a couple other white guys off for beard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But with that being said, we're going to wrap up our, our fifth episode here with our last little mini segment. we got two minutes and 30 seconds here. We're going to finish it up, Mike. I'm going to ask you this question, and I want you to answer it and just give me a couple reasons why. You'll be good. Then I'm going to give my answer. More pressure to win an NBA title this year, Giannis or Beard? Giannis. 
thousand percent. Why? Back to back MVP. He has no reason to. Okay. He that that's the only reason I got to give. How can you give a guy the MVP back to back years and not criticize him for not being able to make the finals yet? I would agree. I would agree. I think the pressure. I think the pressure of on Giannis and the pressure on Beard are two different type of types of pressures. I think the type of pressure on Giannis is the pressure you're talking about. It's like two-time MVP, first-time All-NBA. You know, he's got the awards. He's got the awards now, but he just doesn't. He don't even have a trip to the Eastern Conference Finals, let alone the NBA Finals. Like, I mean, it's time this dude gets he gets to the Finals. He just got paid. He just that, signed that contract. Giannis, by signing that contract in Milwaukee, he bet on himself, doubled down on himself, doubled down on the Bucks to win to win him a title, to put a team around him to win him a title. So unfortunately, since he did that, if they don't win one, it's it's Giannis's fault. Like yeah. he signed that extension, he got that money. It's time to win one, Giannis. Now with Beard, the situation, in my opinion, is different with Beard. Beard, the, the pressure for Beard to win a title is different because Beard is just like. People don't want to see him win a ring because they don't like the way he plays. Yeah. That's why people don't want to see him win a ring. And the pressure for him to win a ring this year is different because now he's with Durant. Yeah. So if he don't win a ring with KD, <clears throat> people are going to be able to be like, he he's couldn't even problem. win one. Yeah, he's the problem. He can't win one. Give him KD. He still can't I agree. Win one. And the pressure Giannis has now is the pressure Beard had in Houston. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's two different types of pressures. But I, I would – I would say those two probably have the most pressure on them, I think, by like the media to win an NBA title this year, just because those two have been highly talked about and highly conversed for the past three years. I mean, those two have been – it's been a rivalry low-key between yeah, those two. they do not like Taking each other. Taking shots. <laughs> and it's obvious. Absolutely. But, yeah, there you go. Episode 5 in the books. I'm Caleb Couch signing off. This is Michael Shipp. We appreciate you guys. Have a